T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmortis with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating and about restaurants and cooking and wine and all of that. I am just back from a trip uh, to uh, first to England, then to Italy. And then uh, where did I go after that? Home, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anyway, we're just shooting the breeze about that. There's no particular direction as usual. Our number is 260-6368. 260-6368. We were talking a little bit about what are your thoughts about traveling by train at all. One of the things I noticed as we were doing this is that there were uh, some other uh, uh, trains that were going by at absolutely ridiculous speed. And I, I asked some of the guys on the, uh, on the boat how fast they were going, and it was something like 140 miles an hour. No wonder they get places there. That's in, in France, of all places. You would think they'd be a little slower than that, but I guess not. 260-6368. Love to talk with you about anything on your mind at all. And if you don't have anything to talk about, call me anyway, and uh, we'll find something that you and I can uh, say a few words about. 260-6368. Ba-dum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum. Uh, what else do we have going on? Uh, we are <clears throat> soon to be into the holidays, not the uh, holiday, not the uh, winter holidays, but the the holidays where uh, festivals are taking over everything, and uh, everybody's looking for that already. I've been getting some some uh, questions about it, and uh, let's see what else do we want to talk? It hardly matters. Two six zero six three. Six eight. If you have ever eaten anything in your life, call me and tell me how it was and uh, whether you're still eating it or not, or anything else on your mind at all. That's uh, that's how we work around here. We'll talk about anything, anytime. So uh, join us, will you? Simple enough. Two six zero six three six eight. Now right. there are some things that we can't celebrate today. They who we have can't? a day of their very own. <clears throat> oh, no, do they? Yeah, today Ooh. is the very uh, very first day uh, of international. Waffle Day. Uh, waffle Day. International. Waffle. International yet. But you yes. do you do see that everywhere you go. Yeah. Well, okay, so true, we, huh? we were in these swanky hotels that my wife loves. And uh, you you betcha, you can always get a waffle. And it's not those, you know, very thin kind that it's you... It's Belgian waffles. Those Belgian thick. waffles. Thick and fluffy. Ah. Yeah. It floats under the plate. They certainly do. Oh, yes. Now, there are other things uh, today, too. Today is National Lobster Newberg Day. Lobster Newberg. There's a story behind that, and it involves uh, the, the guy whose name was Newberg and the, uh, the owner of, a, of a, a restaurant that he owned. I, I, there's no way I'm going to remember all of this. But anyway, uh, they had a falling out. Uh, for some reason, this was a guy. The, the Newberg guy ate in 
uh, this other restaurant all the time. But then he in, inflamed the the first guy, and they had a had a fight. And then the uh, Newberg guy uh, had to leave, and he lost uh, his. Uh, his special name, too. Uh, again, I tell you, I, I would do a better job of this if I had it in front of me. But well, the, I can tell you where I ate the worst <clears throat> lobster newborn. Oh, well, that was, shouldn't be too hard. No, it was no. it was in Seattle, Washington. Yeah. And it was on the Space Needle. I went up to the Space uh, Needle, yeah. you know, on top there. The restaurant goes around every hour. And they have the worst lobster Newberg that I have ever oh. come across, unfortunately. I should have had a hot dog. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I forget who it was who said this, but uh, that the higher the altitude of the food you're eating, the worse it is likely to be. That's probably true. And, and the ultimate it would be uh, the food in um, a satellite. Oh. <laughs> I always thought that was a, a good... Uh, now, the, the more erudite... Uh, uh, Part of the you know the day today we have the Tolkien Reading Day J R R Tolkien. Oh you know? yeah, that's uh, John Ronald Ruel Tolkien. Yeah. I, I was often wondered what that stood the J R R stood for stood for rather, but uh, now I know and I'll keep calling him J R R. And uh, one more thing, yeah, it's National Medal of Honor Day today. Medal of Honor. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, that sounds so generic that I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I have no idea what that's for. It's probably something really important. It is. It? it is the highest honor that can be bestowed on uh, a military person. It is, uh, was instituted in 1861 during the Civil War. And it is, a, it is a, a medal that is given to a military person. There are three different medals of honor, one for the Army, one for the Air Force, one for the Navy. That also covers the Marine Corps and Coast Guard. Uh, what, about, what about the space? Uh, no, we, no don't, we, don't, we don't have no, no space guys yet. Well, they're uh, working on them. Yeah, I know. But uh, there are 72 living yeah. Medal of Honor uh, recipients oh. out there. Mm. I had the pleasure of meeting one of them. Yeah, that was a while ago, but uh, it was a nice, little short guy who uh, did some very, very, very tall things to receive his Medal of Honor. And uh, so it, it, the Medal of Honor is, is for, uh, let's see, how do they, it's, it's, it's bestowed on a person by the president yeah. uh, in the name of Congress for personal acts of valor above and beyond the call of duty. That's... That's the reason for this medal. Highest award we can give any military person mm. in our country. Gosh, uh, I'm tempted to uh, try to figure out a joke for this, but I, it's probably out of in bad taste, so I won't, so I'll leave it alone. And just let them be honored. You could be one, you do one for J.R. Tolkien. Yeah. Have yeah. you read The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings? No. You no. have not. No, never did. Okay. I know about him, but I never What's read What's it like it. to be illiterate? <laughs> I, well, it sure takes a, a lot of out of this enforced reading that you have to do. You know, it gives you a little more time. I'm just making this up as I go, as I'm sure you know. These are very thick books. Are they? The only, the only reason, I, you know, because I used to go buy books, you know, instead of uh, yeah, downloading them like I do now. And I would go out and look for the thickest one I could find. Uh-huh. 
because it you know you get more pages for the buck that way. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's. Uh, but if if you are looking for that, then the book for you is Proust, or Proust, I guess. Proust, yes. Proust. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and how many uh, how many actual volumes are they that he wound up writing over a period of time? Some really astronomical number. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, so, of which I have read none. Uh, and all of them fired away by the presence or absence of a cookie. The, a cookie? The, what kind the, of cookie the, now? Uh, the Madeleine. That's the Madeleine, The huh? Madeleine, yeah. Ah. Oh, uh, they make that around here, don't they? Oh, I'm sure they do. Uh, but the, uh, because it's a, a classic of French uh, yes. patisserie. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> uh, that's, that's uh, I... I I listened to the entire book. I had an audio book of it. Uh, I may still have it. Probably do. And it it goes on for something like 14 volumes. And it starts and it ends more or less with uh, with the the whole business of the Madeleines and everything. It's a long story. I'm not sure if it's a, quite suited for radio. This is The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's great to be talking about you and uh, food in general and and all that. I have uh, added something new to the uh, to my daily newsletter uh, at the behest of, of a regular reader. He said, you know, you've got uh, every day you have a uh, an article about... Uh, a recipe and then you have this diary uh, thing that you do and then you also have all of these uh, uh, customs that are practiced here and there and just uh, different approaches to everything And but what you don't have are restaurant reviews in here and then I thought about it and I realized that I, I do have restaurant reviews in here but the way I present them is as part of the dining diary. And I figure, okay, well, this is where the information starts. You know, I go to the restaurant, I eat the food, I write the article, and I put it in the diary section. But uh, this guy said, what you ought to have is an actual column doing restaurant reports. And you could uh, include in them some, uh, maybe some reviews that you did uh, a year or two ago, see if it, you, it's up to date. So I did that today, and I got to tell you, if I say so myself, I like this idea. So you'll get it. Oh, and also, I, I dug up some good photos. My wife took a lot of really great photos in this uh, trip we just got back from. Uh, some of them are really, uh, really co- uh, very cool, which will give you an idea of some of the food we had. There's this, there was this little cafe not far away from the Windsor Castle. Is it the, It's... It, there's some uh, very long history of uh, of the royalty over there. Anyway, it was just down the street, and we went there, had a little bit of lunch, and then uh, I had a a sticker, sticky, a sticky uh, pudding. This is something that uh, I only know two places that have it. One of them would be a British. Uh, pastry shop, but we don't have too many of those. And the other one uh, would be Upper Line at the, on Upper Line Street, Upper Line Uptown. Uh, just about always, she has uh, on the menu this uh, special, uh, special little version of it. 
and uh, and I had the menu for it, so I, I published it in there, and it looks good too. Although it looks funny, it uh, looks like a like a big plug of caviar or something. It's almost as black as coal. But anyway, I have all of this in the newsletter today, and you can get it by going to nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com. And all this information is there, and I redo the entire thing every single day, so uh, except on weekends. Uh, so if you uh, want a little bit of, uh, little bit of uh, pushing to, uh, to update yourself on what's going on in the restaurant scene, that's one way to do it. Nomenu.com. Or what, where have you been? Now that I've told you something, where have you eaten lately? Call me, would you? 260-6368. If I sound funny today, a guy in the hallway just a few minutes ago just quite, uh, point blank told me that I sounded funny. Uh, I, I like be, uh, sounding funny because then you get people laughing, don't you? Isn't that how that works? But anyway, I told him what the real reason was, and that is I had this horrible, horrible cold that I caught about two days ago. And uh, I, Lord knows where it came from. Maybe it's uh, from overseas. Who knows? But I, I don't think it's going to start a plague or anything. And I don't feel bad, really, at all. But uh, as you can tell, I'm kind of raspy. So uh, give me a break on that, if you wouldn't mind. And I thank you for that. 260-6368. Boy, I could sure use you to call me. Because, you see... Talking all this time only makes the cold worse and worse, and my 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 uh, my underbearings here uh, it just sounds rough. We'll come back with more of the food show in a moment. After first, please this. Welcome back. You are listening to The Food Show. I apologize for the way I sound. It is not because I have a, uh, a rubber uh, hose jammed into my uh, throat, but it's because uh, I just caught a cold. I got a real bad cold. So uh, pardon me, please. I, I know that doesn't help your listening. However, on the other hand, we have uh, Don. Don, welcome to The Food Show. Thank you for calling. Hello, Tom. Glad you're back. What? I'm glad you're back. Oh, you're glad I'm back. I'm glad I'm back, too. Uh, as my wife took me aside and told me, all right, now you're back in your comfort zone. Everything will be all right. You know how women are. At least the good ones will take care of you like that. Yeah. Not that well, I know anything about women, you know. Uh, but never uh, do. No, no, I wouldn't claim that for anything. Well, what's up? Uh, I'm meeting my brother for lunch tomorrow. Yeah. I, I live out in the sticks over in Pearl River County, so I don't get to town very often. But uh, we're going up to Blue Oak for some barbecue. Huh. And uh, I found something there that I never had before in all my years was their grilled Brussels sprouts. Oh, that's catching on big time. In fact, my wife and I, yesterday, we had a Sunday brunch that had that exact thing in it. And it seems like everywhere we go, we see that now. Well, I wonder how many children would have grown up stronger and healthier had Brussels sprouts tasted like that when we were kids. I, th I think you're on to something there. Uh, I, I can tell you this, that everybody in my family, and including some fuss-budget young ones, they love 
uh, Brussels sprouts. Isn't that funny? Because when I was growing up, that's something that nobody liked unless you were, you know, some kind of goofy vegetarian type. I always liked it, too. I, I, I like them pretty well, but, but um, grilled or roasted like that with a little uh, balsamic vinegar uh-huh. and uh, some olive oil, it seems to bring out the sweetness in them, and they, they're it's, really like eating candy. It's really good. You've really hit well, on something all. there, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just uh, I just hate to, hate to see a guy who does such a good job uh, being left lonesome on the afternoon. So. Oh, ain't that a shame? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Glad you're back. Hope you feel better. Hey, I'm sure I will. Thank you very much for asking or telling. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you. It's the food show. Anybody got any uh, ways for fighting a cold? Now, there's there's one that's obvious. I My experience with it is 100% good. 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day. Uh, and it's sometimes you might get a... By the way, I am not a doctor or even close to being a doctor. I have no expertise in medicine. So the things I'm telling you here, you you don't take it for meaning much. But anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Anyway, the the degree to which we uh, eat things that we didn't used to eat. uh, Anyway, uh, the, the getting back to the vitamin C thing. Uh, that really does seem to work for me, and especially when I feel a cold coming on, I will pop a, really a mega dose of vitamin C, and it usually punches it away, and it uh, doesn't get through to me. I, I guess I, did, I waited a little too long this time around. But anyway, well, sorry about that. I, I hate the idea of because uh, it's bad enough, you know, just having me on the air. I mean, then to add that to it, lordy can't uh, possibly be all that good. 260-6368. If you have any, uh, uh, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, no reason not to pursue it a little bit more. If you uh, came and listened to the program while I was out of town, which would have been all last week and the week before that, uh, and uh, you either liked or didn't like the people who were guest hosting the show for me, these are all people who I know very well. They've done it in the past. They uh, have always done a nice job in the past. And uh, just to make sure we've got a live one here, call me up and and let me know. I know of a a couple of these guys uh, are so adept in not just food, but other things that they're involved with, like the uh, gourmet uh, cellist. and uh, he is always here, and he's very knowledgeable about food and music. It's just a, I feel so good knowing that we have people like that who are so adept at uh, keeping our, our little radio show going. Thank you uh, for all of that. 260-6368, 260-6368. Call right now. Come on, why not? What more do you have to do right In now? In your newsletter yeah. today. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, you, I made you, another mistake? No, oh, you okay. did not. As a matter of fact, uh, you uh, you have uh, an interesting article on El Gato Negro, ah. which is not your usual Hungarian restaurant. No, no, no it isn't. Have you been? I, I've, I've driven by it a number of times, but I have never had the time to uh, go in. What is the first thing you smell when you go in there? Uh, I guess the aroma of uh, frying tortilla chips would be my first ah, guess. okay. 
But and it looks like they have uh, every kind of tequila that there is known to man. That there. may well be. Uh, they uh, restaurateurs, Mexican restaurateurs, love to be able to say we have 380 uh, uh, different tequilas over there. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, there is a difference. If you did a blind tasting, we actually have done a few of these over the years, not any time lately, and you you taste them one against the other. You walk away from it saying, gee, you know, uh, this one was a whole lot better than that one. Well, you drink enough tequila and it will be a blind tasting. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But it's very subtle. That's the way that is. So, where were we? We were talking about the El Gato Negro here. Oh, yeah. You have a a few, you got a nice picture of, of a lime there. A lime? Oh, is this in the uh, newsletter yeah, today? Yeah, it's in the newsletter. Yes, it's Let me see what of it is. Lime in there. It's my uh, my nice, wife nicely. It, it it's 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 very nice. My it wife is, uh, just in the right place. My wife did uh, this all all of these photographs. Oh, is that right? Huh? Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see if we can find meat. what you're talking. Got what? some grilled meat there of some kind. Those are chicken. Oh yeah, is that the, chicken. Uh, no, the the uh, the thing that has the lime juice, yeah. the lime yeah. wedge on top of it. Yeah, that is a pork dish that they do over there. They've been oh. doing it since they opened. The oh. other white meat. The other white. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, it's very tender. I'm a big fan of of, of pork. It just uh, hits the spot on a lot of things. Let's see. So uh, El Gato Negro, which has. Let's see, I think three locations. Their original one is in the French market. It's still there, but it's a, a cramped little place. But their food's good. And then they have uh, the one uh, that's in the warehouse district. Uh, that one always seems to be busy every time I walk in front of it. It's out on the corner of uh, Julia and uh, maybe Chapatulas, maybe I forget. But it's in that neighborhood. And then finally, there's the one in uh, Lakeview on the corner of uh, Harrison Avenue and uh, what's that cross street? Um, I want to say Dante, but that's not it. Anyway, it's easy enough to find. It's a big, big, uh, buttery-looking, glowing sign that gets you there. El Gato Negro. Very Mexican, uh, and at various times they have had on their menu as a special item. They have been working mule mule. Wait, here I am goofing this up already. Uh, the um, one of my favorite things in all of Mexican uh, food. As a matter of fact, I'll go a step farther and say this is my favorite thing to get in a, a Mexican place, and that is uh, the. Uh, Mole poblano, thank you. Uh, it's it's made out of three th- main ingredients. One of them is sesame seeds, then peppers of various kinds, and then the third that really makes it go is chocolate, of all things. Now, it's not sweet chocolate. It's kind of bitter chocolate, but it is chocolate. And you put all this together, and it sounds like a crazy idea, but, boy, that is good. I would put it into a competition against any two other ingredients you can put in front of it. Now, this is not easy to make, Not, Not easy to make. Takes a long time, even if you know what you're doing. And it's the kind of thing that families tend to do in their homes, and they... But the, the problem is that 
it is there's something about the idea that sends people away. So it's not it's I I, I use it as a as a measure of how good a, a Mexican restaurant is. Do they have mole poblano? If they don't, I say boo. But really, that's unfair because they have so many of them do just a a really nice job with the basic stuff. But anyway, yes, indeed, I had a special uh, uh, review there. I'm going to do one like that every day for the next little while to see if anybody likes it. I mean, the the newsletter. Uh, You can get it, as I mentioned earlier, at nomenu.com. Just go on your web, uh, just nomenu.com, and then you can... 24 hours a day. There's always stuff new, new articles in there. I write it all myself, except more and more my wife has been writing articles, too, because she likes doing it, and she's good at it, too. And uh, she is especially writing about our big uh, Orient Express uh, adventure that we just took over the last couple of weeks. So uh, there's a lot to be read about that if you're interested in it at all. not to, uh, Just nomenu.com. That's all you need to type in there. Two six zero six three six eight, two six zero sixty three sixty eight. I would like to say a happy you birthday were... to Greg Piccolo, Chef Greg Piccolo. Greg t- Piccolo today, yeah. Boy, uh-huh. we uh, haven't heard that name in a while. Yep. Yeah, uh, he was. Let's see. He, he, his claim to fame was he was the chef at the bistro at the uh, bistro at the. Oh, what was the name of that place? It was, it was a Maison de Ville. The Maison de Ville. That was yeah. it. Yeah. And. Uh, he worked that for a while, and then it went out of business at the time of Katrina. So he wound up working over at Christian's for a while. And then when Christian's turned into something else, they changed the name, new owners and everything. No he relation. Stay, huh? <laughs> no relation. Oh. Uh, you're right. Though I claim the restaurant myself. Do you? Uh, yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I still had, didn't get a free meal there. Ah. That really ticked me off. Well... You can't have everything, I guess. I guess not. So but anyway, he, he yeah. was there for a while, and he was putting out some really interesting food there. He always did. I always, uh, always enjoyed his cooking. I don't know where he is now, if he's working even. Well, he joined Redemption. <coughs> oh, did he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, the, yeah, that's that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the one that used to be Christian's. Yeah, that's the building, same yes, building. Same building. Yeah, right. over 100 years old that place was. Anyway, that was a that was a great time. That's a, a, another one of the very few restaurants. I think all I've got is five or maybe even four restaurants that banned me for any uh, any length of time, and they 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 threw me out once, and I couldn't go for for about a year. And then they said, "Oh, the hell with it. Come on in." We will come back with more of the food show after first. Please this. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Have you ever eaten anything in your entire life? Would you mind telling me what it was and how you liked it? That's the whole idea about our program. And you will notice that uh, there is no need for you to uh, give me a a well-thought-out idea of how you think food should be cooked or who's got the best foie gras in town or anything like that. all I ask of you is this one word. You call up the show and you ask me this one word, and it is hungry. Uh, 
Oh, and if you don't like that word, I'll give you a two uh, two word uh, sample here too. Two words. So, in other words, what I'm looking for is just a few words from you as to what you've been eating lately, what you like to eat, what you hate to eat, anything in between. If you think, uh, if there's something you've always uh, thought about, but you've never acted upon it, and you you didn't know uh, there was something that you're trying to make at home, and you know it's good, but you don't know how to do it, call me. I, I'm not trying to say that I know the answers to all these things. In fact, I will admit to you that I don't know half or even a third or, a, well, we can get ridiculous about that, but... Uh, I, I do, we do have all of these people who listen to our program. So if you ask us a question, chances are very good that we're going to answer it, and pretty quickly, too, because we have all these very well-informed folks who listen to our program every day. And you know we've been doing this for 30-something years? So call us, would you? We need your, uh, we need your call more than anything else. And if you don't have anything particular to say, just call me anyway, and uh, we'll have the kind of normal conversation that any two people would have when bumping into one another at the uh, supermarket or something like that. And uh, it would help out the program. It would make uh, put more information in your mind about eating out and maybe discover exactly the kind of dish you've always wanted. Well, you just didn't know where it was, and nobody else knew it too. But they, or maybe they did, but they didn't tell anybody. Well, what what we're looking uh, for is to have people to tell. <clears throat> so call, call us two six zero six three six eight two six zero sixty three sixty eight. If you call right now, you'll get right in, and uh, we'd love to hear from you about whatever it is you have been eating. I'm still recovering from uh, this visit. Last week uh, to Venice, not the Venice at the at the end of the Mississippi River, but the Orient Express version of it. And uh, we were there, and uh, the, the, uh, Venice, it's it's an interesting uh, city. The history of it is beyond description. We spent a lot of time in the uh, in the. Uh, uh, the the all of the these ancient uh, structures near uh, St. Mark is kind of like the center of everything there. I didn't go away. I just needed to do something quick here. Anyway, we uh, we were looking around there. Spent the better part of a morning just looking around uh, in in Venice in. Uh, which, which is, if if you look at a map of Italy, you've got the big boot of Italy on on, on the uh, left hand side, and on the right hand side, uh, you have uh, all of the Balkan uh, countries, and in between them is the Adriatic Sea, and uh, the Adriatic Sea is where, at the very northernmost end, that is where you find Venice, and. That's where we did, and we we went to this uh, one of those the many many uh, museums of real things, and what blew my wife away more than anything else were these uh, incredible uh, swords, uh, lances, uh, just everything you can imagine to fight war with. Except when you think about somebody being killed by any of these. It is a creepy thing to uh, to even consider for a moment. 
So uh, anyway, we were there uh, a, a lot of last week and uh, came back with a lot to think about. And uh, it was really quite a trip. I would recommend that one. I've been, I've actually been there. This will be my third time that I've been to Venice. And uh, the things that you find, uh, it's, uh, it's so deep uh, that it's hard to even start talking about it. But uh, a big, big piece of, um, of Western history. Stephen is over here on the green phone. Hello there. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Okay. Uh, take some, um, gosh, what's it called? That stuff the teacher invented to get better from colds. Scotch? Scotch? <laughs> That'll work. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that fits all the descriptions. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you like scotch. Yeah, I do like scotch. You know, you don't? I don't drink it no. too much. I, 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 uh, I used to drink it more than I drink it now. I don't drink too much of anything anymore, though. Yeah, well, I don't drink at all. So anyway, I'm going to uh, Jeff Duke's cooking class tonight. I'm headed that way now at Marshant's. I didn't know he was doing uh, cooking classes. Yeah, he has been. I think every month. Really? Where is this? You say what's at the Marshant uh, Fine oh, uh, Kitchens? Uh, or yeah, on the on the North Shore or South Shore? South Shore. South Shore. Okay. Oh, I hope he, it's South Shore because I'm headed to the one on the South Shore right oh, okay, now. Okay. So well, well, good. He says it's be behind Doubleday Books or or whatever. So. Yeah, I guess I'll find it. Yeah, you'll see it. There's a big sign out in front. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and all your guests were good, except you had one that was ranting about sexual harassment and firing a chef. So I uh, didn't think that was quite appropriate, but it was, I guess, because he was a chef, it was appropriate. So. Uh. And he did it twice, the first hour and then again at the second hour. So, I mean, you know. That's interesting. But, yeah. So, but you had a good time? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, uh, action-packed, uh, which is okay. any, anything my wife gets involved with. She uh, doesn't just do that, but she does all the little ancillary things that surround it. And if it can be stretched out another two or three hours, uh, we do. Okay, and, uh, and she's very, very thorough when she uh, goes to anything neat. Did she enjoy the train? I know she doesn't like trains, but now she loved that train. Express. She just okay. she loved it, and, and uh, if you if you talk to her and get her going, uh, just the this it's so classy. Uh, I mean, yeah. a, a dress code for for brunch, you know, and things yeah. like that. And uh, the the place was beautiful. It was very clean. It uh, was very memorable. And even down to tiny things like the china and silverware were all mm -hmm. very, very yeah. high quality. And, yeah, I've been on it 50 years ago. So 50 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. You you went to the uh, you you went to uh, on a on. The, oh, the Orient Express. The yeah. Orient Express. No, no kidding. Yeah. There's also a similar train in India. Yeah. To this that I've been wanting to go, but haven't quite made it yet because of back problems that I'm having. 
So. Oh, everybody's got problems, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll get over it. Okay, well, welcome back. We well, missed thank you. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's really nice to hear. Uh, see you later. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, 260-6368. 260 What do we want to talk about now? And, well, I was waiting for you, you know, but uh, call me, would you? 260 Well, there was a, uh, there was a there was train trip that you missed. A train were, trip you that were, I you, missed? When you were in England, yes. Uh, uh, you, yeah. you, 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 read, uh, you wrote about it, or, or it yeah. was written about in your newsletter. It was the first... Yeah. First time people traveled on a train, they, they went from, uh, I guess, the interior of Great Britain to Wales to yeah. eat oysters. Now, that is a natural for you. Uh, yeah, I'll say. Yeah, no, I know exactly the uh, reference to that, too. I, I had a book that had all of that information in it. Uh, so, uh, But it was uh, the, the Brits uh, really filled their country with railroad tracks. And uh, with different gauges at that, and they you could go anywhere, even if it were were something like, you know, ten blocks. You could stand in a certain place, get on a uh, a train, and it'll take you there. Or used to now, most of that is gone, but not all of it. They, there's a lot of active uh, rail, uh, even in this country, that's still out there, but. It's so old-fashioned. Nobody, nobody wants old-fashioned stuff in the long run. Or is that not true? Two six zero six three six eight. Well, it has to do with public transportation, you know. And yeah. nobody can, uh, you know, not everyone in the could afford a, a horse and carriage, of course. Yeah. To get well, from here to there, nor were there great roads at all. Uh, from here to there, anywhere in uh, Great Britain at the yeah, time well, of the I'm railroad sure that's explosion. True too. Yeah. Well, the, the big uh, breakthrough with trains was uh, not so much the uh, the uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for for the locomotives or any of that stuff. It was the rail. The, the 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 whole thing started when somebody said, "You know, we could move this coal a hell of a lot faster if we would put the cart that we're full of full of all the the stuff uh, and." Make wheels there and make them the exact same size as the as the rails, and then and they found out that they did save a lot of energy and time, and that's where the railroads come from. Newcastle, Newcastle, exactly. That's where all the coal came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. like carrying coals to Newcastle. And today, back in uh, two thousand eight, uh, our former uh, uh, our, our late chef Paul Prudhomme. Yeah. Was in Zurich, well, they, right here at the Zurich Golf. We have a Zurich here, you know. It's a Zurich Golf Classic. Yeah, he was hit by a bullet. <laughs> that's right, uh, by a bullet. Yes. Yeah, by that's a right. Bullet. You yeah, know, a falling I, I, bullet. Yeah. It, yeah. Somebody shot a, a a gun into the sky. This happens still a lot at Mardi Gras, uh, or even more so uh, on uh, New Year's Eve, and people will just say, "Hey, it's, I don't have any firecrackers, but." I do have a gun, blammo, and they shoot it straight up, and it's as if nobody stops and thinks that sucker's <laughs> going to come down somewhere. Yes, it is. And huh? you don't want to be there because it'll kill you. Well, it, yeah. it did not in this case. Not in Jeff Paul's case, thank yeah, goodness. No. Yeah. yeah, he was not hurt. 
That is the big deal about it. And you have another quote here, Ring Lardner, who was a, a, marvelous, a marvelous writer of Western, uh, Western lore. He yeah. said, uh, he gave her a look <laughs> that could have poured, it could have poured on waffle. <laughs> yeah, Ring Lardner, he, he wrote a lot for the New Yorker. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Boy, we sure can waste some time when we're just sitting around here, don't oh, we? Oh, yeah, well, there's yeah. a lot to talk about, actually. Well, yeah, yeah, there we is. can talk it's about awesome. pea shoots, too. But, I mean, pea you know, shoots? Yeah. We, I didn't know you could shoot pea. Uh, oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 here's the deal. When I, yeah. was a, when I was a small child. Yeah. Uh, when was that, by the way? Uh, it was at least 150 years ah, ago. yeah. Anyway, uh, we had a large garden in uh, the back of the house. And... Uh, Peas. We we planted peas in there, and I would sit there when the peas first came out yeah. and eat those new peas. Oh, that's uh, that's the sign of a real gourmet when you find a cook who is uh, shelling the peas, as they call it. Yes. Uh huh. And and then you find out just how delicious peas can be. Oh, they, yeah. We're talking about green, regular green peas, but they mm-hmm. haven't been extracted from the pods. That's correct. What a difference that makes. It sounds now, impossible, but it's true. The young ones, you can eat the pot and all, and they are yep. sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And delicious. And I used to sit there in the garden, hidden by all the rest of the plants, and chew on these brand new peas that have had no time to grow whatsoever. And I think I ate most of them. Yeah, well, I can't think of a better use for it. You wouldn't want to use it in lieu of a railroad, let's say. Well, you know, that would leave tracks. Yeah, I, somewhere in my collection of old radio, uh, uh, old radio uh, programs, there was a, a, uh, on the CBS network, midday, uh, a, a serial that uh, was 15 minutes long every day. And, and back in the 1930s and 40s, uh, all the railroads, excuse me, not the railroad, all the uh, radio stations, Ran one of these fifteen-second, fifteen-minute rather, uh, programs one after another all day long, and it was sometimes kind of hard to keep track of the, of uh, what it was being, what's happening uh, in these stories. But there was one where uh, there was this woman who was a, a female doctor, and uh, she lived next door to a man who was uh, uh, something like a. Uh, a a, well, let's just say a rough and tumbler kind of a guy. And there were a couple of, and they they both happened to live in a neighborhood that had a lot of children running around. And they all were sitting around one morning, all of these. And uh, the announcer says, and and Melissa uh, has been talking to the frog. And the the Joey uh, really got a kick out of that. And they sat down on their porch swing. They are shucking uh, peas. It's, I, I wish I had done a better job of rendering that, but uh, that was... Uh, and here's where our pop, uh, our, our program has begun, uh, we, where the people are shucking, uh, shelling peas. Yeah, I've done enough of that. Yeah, yeah. enough of that. Yeah. Uh, I'll bet. Uh, snap beans. Uh, you know. Snap beans? Yeah, right, taking the, the little... Thing off the the, yeah. the the top of it and taking the zipper down off the snapping. Uh, yeah. No, but I'll go along with it. Okay. 
this is the food show on something, believe it or not. I mean, we're just having a, a weird day today, and uh, I well, know what it is. Well, it's your first day back, so we, we, you know, we've got to, we've yeah, got we, to, to we, hit on everything able. we can here. Now, yeah. as we started out in the beginning, there is no venison in Venice. Yeah, that we definitely, I can confirm that. No, no denison in Dennis. D-E-N- so did you spend V-E-N- most of your time on the Grand Canal? Uh, on the Grand Canal, not not really. Uh, you had to go across the Grand Canal to get from point A to point B. Yeah, pretty right. Much. Uh-huh. So you took uh, uh, you took the the fast boat or you took uh, the gondola. It was uh, it was not a gondola, but in to, rapido. In, in order to make good for the fact that I did not use the the gondolas or these the ones that you see in pictures where they have two flips on either end. They're very skinny and. People really do get around on those things. That has not gone away. And uh, uh, anyway, I was uh, uh, having to move back and forth uh, because of all the other stuff that my wife was doing at the time. And uh, let's see, where was I going with this? It was a good you, story. You, you were going across and zipping yeah. back and forth yeah. over the Grand uh, yeah, Canal. Yeah, well, uh, the, the fact is that I did not patronize the... Uh, the guys that that have the gondolas, but to make up for that, while we were in one of the museums, I saw that they had ties that had depicted upon them the gondolas. So I bought one, and I showed it to everybody. I said, "I'm about to show you something, and let's see how quickly you can pick out what it is." Bing. Uh, it's a gondola. <laughs> they very were very, good. very, uh, they're very proud very of that. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so you got you got yourself a tie from Venice, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh huh. I'll, I'll wear it one day, and you, I'll show it to you. It's I, it's really it's pretty your cool. only souvenir from Venice. Or oh is, no, or is no, that where no, the cold no, no. came from? No, no. This is the ask my wife what's going on in the in the purchase of uh, souvenirs. Uh, okay. You know, she's got that all worked out, and I have no say. Okay. You know. Did you get any glassware from Venice? Uh, no, because she was looking into that, and I knew what that meant, you know, because I would, if I'd bought it, she would have looked at it and said, why'd you buy that? I bought one of these, <laughs> and this one's better than that one, so, uh, you know. So, no, 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 no. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, it, it, it's all, uh, it's all meant in love. I see. Okay, well, that's yeah. nice. Anyway. Uh, if, if uh, this, uh, I'm going to direct this to everybody who might be listening, all five of you. If you ever get the opportunity to go to Venice, this is the Venice in Italy. This is way up in the Adriatic Sea. Uh, it, it is an utterly unique place. And what you will learn there and what you will see there, uh, everything from eating to drinking, to it's, it's all there. It is an utterly unique place. And do go there. You have to take a boat to get to it, but it's worth it. Tomorrow, I will feel better than I feel today. I have a, a bad cold today. But tomorrow, we will have a better show. If only I could find anybody to... No, 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 no. Have a good uh, dinner tonight, and we'll talk about how good it was tomorrow when you call me. On 105.3 FM HD. Good night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.